Hi everyone, I'm Sarah and this is How To Be Good, the podcast that explores what it means to be a good person in today's world. This is the second half of my interview with Imam Abdullah Polovina. If you haven't listened to the first half yet, then head back to our previous episode and take a listen. We covered what it means for a Muslim to be a good person, talking about the five pillars of Islam, how Muslims feel about forgiveness, and what Imam Abdullah recommends we all do more of in our day-to-day lives. The meaning of Muslim is what the one who practices the way of peace. In this second half, Imam Abdullah goes more deeply into the mechanism of faith and shares his personal experiences of moving to America, being the first imam to study at a Catholic university, and his experiences living through the Bosnian War. I share today everything from my heart. This is a really special conversation with an inspiring and warm faith leader, and I hope you enjoy this second part. That mechanism of faith can help us really to beautify ourselves and beautify others, you know. So let's put others' needs in, in first and let's be let's let's believe, let's have trust in God, let's be confident in who we are, and let's do good, do good to you know others, to ourselves. Wherever you are, support people, be there and purify the tensions, you know, just strive to do good. Mm. No matter what, at the end, all people will be remembered based upon their actions. God bless so. Thank you. And you're very passionate about opening up your mosque to people who are non-Muslim as well. And you mentioned at the beginning that Islam is a faith that there's a lot of misunderstandings around. And I didn't know if there was anything specific you wanted to share that we haven't covered in conversation about the Islamic faith, kind of any misconceptions that you'd like to just voice. Yeah, thank you. I mean, the point when I mentioned, you know, that the Islam is kind of uh, one of the most misunderstood faith in, in, in the world. What I'm calling upon all listeners, good people, I hope so many people who will listen this, try to meet Muslims, try to read, you know, about Islam. There is no hard. I read Bible. I have Bible in my home, you know. I encourage my non-Muslim friend, Christian, Jews, anybody, read Quran, you know, because in Quran, you know, I mentioned the terrorism in Quran, not just me, but every true Islamic scholar will say you there is no term of terrorism in the Quran. No, you, you will not be, no way to find it, even the clause. So I'm saying this because that is the modern term. So that is the sign that Islam actually promotes the peace because, the, the, as I mentioned, the meaning of Muslim is what the one who practices the way of peace because Islam is way of peace. So I call upon, listen, just to open heart to Muslims, you know, because when you meet devout Muslim, you will, you will see somebody there as your brother, as your sister. We harm each other sometimes because there is lack of faith knowledge. There is lack of that true positive energy inside of us because God is one. Uh, God created all of us. In Muslim community, when somebody dies, we say one short verse from the Quran. From Allah we came, to Allah we belong, and to Him is our return. 
So that is something that we kind of make it easy for the families, you know, to understand what's going on. So my kind of invitation is truly, whenever you are, go visit Imam, talk to Muslims, especially read Quran. So let's start within ourselves. Maybe now, at our level, we cannot change what is there, higher, call it something. But let's work in our level, change there and start. All changes start from within. Can you maybe share with us some of the inner changes you've experienced as part of your journey so far? To be honest, Sarah, when I came to America, you know, I had some kind of, I don't know how to say, like a little bit background. But what happened here that I call that spiritual journey, you know, I, I learned a lot about Christianity, Jews. Even I didn't mention, maybe you read about that. I feel proud about that. But I did my master at Seattle University, the School of Theology, that is Catholic University. So, I mean, with this respect, I mean, I'm saying this, you know, I was the first imam to, make, to have that degree. So I was ready to, you know, go beyond, let's say, myself. And also this is intention for, you know, others. Go also kind of beyond yourself, meet imam, meet Islam. Talk to Islamic scholars, talk to your fellow Muslim neighbors, brothers, sisters, and you will see that the miracle will happen. Now I have, I don't call them like pastors, I call my brothers some of those pastors, you know, reverend, rabbis, you know, because we there is some connection within. That is for me miracle. Yes, I, I'm coming from the, the country, Bosnia, with multicultural, multi-faith, you know, I brought something. But, you know, in general, everywhere, there is some level of ignorance, you know, misunderstanding. There are a lot of things that we can do. And this especially, you know, they're all on kind of all sides, good people with good heart, no matter Muslims, Christian, Jews. I think there's often a belief that women are seen as less than within the Islam faith. So I just want to voice that so that any women listening know that they're also welcome. And yes. I think I even had an apprehension of reaching out to a male imam because I thought, oh, is it is there some kind of, you know, thing that I shouldn't directly be contacting you? And so I'm so appreciative of your warmth. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Now you are my sister, Sarah. So I recognize <laughs> that. If I can say, first of all, shortly, when you see the women, the what Muslim woman, you know, wearing the veil, you know, the, that kind of modest way of covering the body. So she is giving one message don't deal with my body, deal with my mind. Because, Sarah, we are living in the time of so many sexual expression, freedom point of Islam is teaching the woman to cover the body is to go be, as I'm, beyond herself in that mind. Yes, Islam promotes freedom, you know, but also freedom has some boundaries. But I think what is the true devout Muslim women giving, this is the message, you know. And to be honest, everybody can do research. What I see so many women, non-Muslim, they are embracing Islam. So the question is, because there is one kind of blaming towards Islam that women in Islam are oppressed. But the question is now, how can somebody accept the faith who oppressed them? So our sisters, every woman, they also need to go deeply. Non-Muslim sister, Christian, Jonah. 
go talk to your Muslim sister, devote Muslims. Yes, there are some women in Islam and everywhere. Uh, we have answers in our faith. We, we don't judge. We don't judge our sisters in Islam by the wearing this or that kind of clothes. But we just encourage them to, you know, as I mentioned, that give that message of mind, of, of goodness. Because this is my opinion. The, the, the problems that we have maybe within family, within even environment which we live, because private part of our lives goes in public. And then we misunderstand the true meaning who we are. And those women in Islam, they accepted that way of life. And to be honest, I think it's not fair. Even say Muslim woman, let's say in America, France, Britain, it doesn't matter. Wearing that, you know, they are harming our way of life. Come on, we respect your way of life. Respect the women. They are wearing the short clothes. I respect that is her choice. When I'm saying this, my Sarah, I believe that in every faith, every religion, the true believer, the true believer is most tolerant person. People think we who practice faith in all sides, now in this Islam, that we kind of press people to pray. No, we just invite people. Like people, they go to lawyers, the doctors, you know, because of the certain advisors or need issues they need to solve. Same with us, because let's say I'm a spiritual lawyer, I'm a spiritual doctor, you know. You cannot find, for example, the doctor, people are envy, jealous, you know. You have no doctor to cure the envy. That is spiritual part. It's same is with towards the women. They find the peace, the goodness in faith. They would like to practice it, but give them the chance. Respect because of their decision. And I will, I will finish again with that message. This is, I think, truly what when we, everybody see the Muslim woman, don't deal with my body, deal with my mind. Meet that person, talk to her, you know, see who is really there. Maybe that Muslim woman can really help you, me, anybody around to maybe understand better the life, the surroundings, the faith, the way in which they express their connection with God. You mentioned you grew up in Sarajevo and you experienced the Bosnian War. And I saw that you actually were, you know, wounded multiple times in that. And I just wonder, having experienced firsthand that kind of violence and almost an expression of hatred when you're within a war, has that ever made you doubt the goodness of people? Or did you ever have moments of self-doubt about what you were doing and your spiritual journey because of having that real-world experience of opposite of what we would see as peace and love? Yeah, yeah thank you. This, it's, um, that question is kind of a bit yeah, personal, emotional, you know. Yeah, the, the war in Bosnia, I think, like everybody, fortunately, it was challenging, you know, not just physical, but also spiritually and mentally. Yes, sometimes in those hard times, challenging times, dangerous times, you call upon God. To be honest, God, where are you? You know, you kind of have that thinking in some sense. But in the same time, when you call upon God, you actually recognize he is there. God is there. Because you see in which way we survived the war. You know, you cannot 
make reflection during the war, but you know, after everything, then you do some reflect. You you feel that how God was present in all the way. You know, sometimes I, I I think people are thinking God is somewhere there. He has some his own business to do. No, he is all the way within us. He is there. And sometimes, as our Islam teaches us, God sends some tests, even maybe the war, just to show who we are, in which way we will act. Yes, unfortunately, Sarah, I was a little bit disappointed in humanity in that time, uh, because all those people, it doesn't matter what sides, among them there are some people of faith. So my question was, and I will try to be a little bit kind of outside, but for me as young person there, and also after the war, in my mind, you like, you have neighbors, you live together with Muslims, non-Muslims, you know, in one point, you, it's hard to accept one thing. You live with somebody in your neighborhood, let's say 40, 50 years, so many together work, dinners, you know, families. And that neighbor killed you like this. That was for me hard to swallow. What happened in the mind, in the heart? So that is the question, you know. And while I'm think, talking about the self-doubt, I, again, I would like to share one narration from the, from the time of the prophet, because one narration of, of two people, his companions, Abu Bakr, he was the first uh, Muslim leader of the, the Devil Prophet. Another one was came came uh, I think Hanzala. They went to Prophet, and Hanzala in front of the Prophet said, "Hanzala has become a hypocrite, O Messenger of Allah." So Prophet was saying, "What are you saying? Why? Why is that?" And Hanzala, O Messenger, is same, you know. When we are with you, you know, in your company, listening to you, how we are positive, talking about hellfire, heaven, good, all this, we feel like we are there. We see that, you know, with our iman, our faith increases, you know. But when we left you, we go back to our homes with wives, family, businesses, you know. We forget that. And then prophets about Hanzala. But Hanzala, time should be given to the worldly affairs. And time should be devoted to prayer. And he said this three times. So what is the point? We need to make balance in this life. Yes, sometimes when we are in this life, taking care of family business, some issues, you know. And then when you are deeply in that worldly, what is the invitation? Remember God. Because it's not fair. It's called even in some sense bad action if you... Most of the time, and they uh, spend in the prayer, remember God, but you forget to help your wife in home, uh, talk to children, you know, you're late on the meeting. You're not good Muslim. But point is that I'm trying to explain these last words of the prophet. Yes, do your job in this life. Respect your wives, family, friends, businesses. But also, as Muslim, we have five daily prayers. The point is, Make balance. For sure, we will have also some challenging times, but with true faith, with true understanding who we are and what's going on around us, and with that wisdom that we have from God, we will prevail. I believe, as I hope, you know, and in our Islamic belief system, whenever it's in chaos, God is in control. He knows why is that. 
he knows who is there to you know promote uh, that positivity that true and meaningful you know way of life for all doesn't matter who we are Imam Abdullah thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me I really appreciate what you've shared with me and with the listeners of this podcast I share today everything from my heart and I again I'm really thankful to you Saras for giving me this opportunity you know I hope that these messages that we share today if any one person understand i will be happy but i hope it will be more let's see this as a kind of a movement in some sense to do good not just that somebody press the like on our social platform or just do it because we need that because we need for ourselves for our families for our people around us to you know how to say to you sara to me to all this to point finger i want to be like him i want to be like her because he and she is doing right good thing god bless my deepest thanks go to imam abdullah polovina for taking the time to talk with me and for being so willing to open up about his faith and personal experiences As he suggested, if you'd like to learn more about Islam, please reach out to the Muslim community. And if you'd like to find out more about Imam Abdullah himself, I'll include a link in the show description to a wonderful article written about him in a Portland magazine. And if you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more episodes and interviews exploring the question of what it means to be a good person in today's world, then please consider hitting the subscribe button. And if you have time and liked what you heard, then I would love you to leave a review and share with your friends. I'm in the early stages of this podcast, very much learning as I go. And so any help and support is really appreciated. Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at any time. It's sarah at howtobegood.co.uk and I would love to hear from you. Thank you.